Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast live currently, episode 92. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this today's episode title is entitled Pay Rise and uh, in brackets, nurse, uh, Heroes in Blue. Uh, because it refers to the sort of ongoing dispute with the nurses' pay rise and everything. And you will know that there is a song in the early noughties, I think, um, possibly late nineties, possibly more early noughties, I think, from Blue, uh, who, were, who were a boy band. Um, um, and they had a song called All Rise. So I've yeah. changed that to pay rise. Are you ready for today's song intro? Yeah, come on then. Here it is. Oh, Rishi, please listen to what the unions say. Our nurses deserve better and fairer pay. It's an insult to only offer them 1%. When MPs give themselves nearly 24%, what about the 350 million a week now that we've left the EU? But you'll spend millions on a briefing room And I'm telling you, you're treating us like fools 40 grand Dominic Cummings pay rise But note for the nurses on the front lines Pay rise, pay rise 22 billion on track and trace that isn't tracing But note for the nurses who are working Pay rise, pay rise There you go. So, what do you think of that, Fisher? All good? Oh, brilliant tune, I mean, Jimbo. Well done. I mean, I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever when you're talking about heroes in blue, which makes it suggest it's about the police when it's actually about <laughs> nurses and pie, but, you know, never mind. Who dressed slightly in green, if anything? Yeah, in turquoise would have been the more... Uh, is it, what, yeah, what, what colour would you say nurses' scrubs are? Well, some of them are blue, I suppose, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But, generally speaking, the blue would generally refer to as police. But I had to, I had to tie blue in somewhere. Yeah, obviously blue... Were the band uh, four people in blue, weren't there? God, what were the names of the people in blue? Um, Duncan, 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 James, Lee, and Ryan. I think was that right? That's it. Well, one of that. that no, there was four. Yeah, Duncan, James, Lee, Ryan. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Lee Ryan the same person? Was he? Oh, I don't know. I've only ever seen it written down. I've, I've no idea who's who's who in that band. Anyway, I, actually, interesting fact. I think uh, all the. I'm right in thinking that all four members of the boy band Blue have been made bankrupt at some point during the life. <laughs> Possibly. I think. So, well. so, so they might be blue, but the bank accounts are in the red. Yes, yeah. So, breaking news. Uh, do you want to go first, Fisher, or shall I go first? Um, yeah, I can go first. I put some shelves up yesterday, Jimbo. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah, there we go. Good on there you. Go. Did, you did, did it take any particular difficult work, or, you know, did you have to... I don't know. How, how did it go? It was all right. I mean, um, I put them put them up there and I put the objects on the shelves that needed to be put on there and they're still standing at the moment, which is good. Um, I was originally going to try and no more nails them to the wall, but they were too heavy, so they just kept oh. flopping off. So, uh, so, that, so no, no more nails and things. Sometimes it's very misleading, isn't it? Because you, you think you can, you, you know, it makes out like you can put absolutely anything up with those kind of things. But Yeah, I mean, I've seen the advert where the bloke's got the chair, no more nails to the wall. To be fair, I mean, I, I ended up screwing it to the wall, so... It was right. I didn't use any more nails. <laughs> so, so they have to buy some brackets, some screws, some roll plugs. So they're not floating um, shelves then? 
to not float themselves now. They're a nightmare. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to now paint over the brackets to make it the same color as the wall to make it look like the they are floating. It did yeah. look alright, but yeah, it's not quite exactly how I envisaged it. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and also I've been. I'm not sure about yourself, Jimbo, but I've been watching Love Island Australia. Have yeah. Yeah, and you know, a couple of weeks ago I was talking about one of my real pet hates, mm-hmm. which is people who misuse the word literally. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> I literally hate it. And that's a correct use of the word literally because I do hate it. Um, and I got one person, there's was, there was one person on Love Island Australia who seems very, I don't know what he works as. I think he might work as some kind of business guru. And Sorry about speaks that, to. You know what would be helpful if I, oh, we might have a panic on here. All oh, right, okay. I've plugged my laptop in. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. There we go. We're all right. We're all safe. Right, so we've we've got power coming to us now. We have, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's one person who was on the Island Australia who speaks to the um, speaks to the girls who wants to try and you know get to know better as though there's some kind of uh, business case and all this sort of stuff. And he speaks to them in a very business manner. He's got quite a strong critique of the uh, females that he's speaking to as well, which seems a little bit unnecessary. But it was it was as with a lot of these kind of almost management consultant type people, he was bigging himself up. And do you know what he, do you know what he's talking about himself? He was talking about how open he was and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. He said, "Look at me. I'm literally transparent." <laughs> and he thought, so could you no, see him not. then? Uh, I mean, you could, you could certainly see through all the bullshit he was saying, but uh, <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't actually literally see through himself, which is what he would have said by the use of the phrase, "I am literally transparent." Oh. Um, so anyway, yeah, I thought that was quite a good uh, good use of. Well, it was a terrible use of the word, but a good sort of use of the word for the uh, frustrating examples that we like sometimes talk about in the podcast. Mm. Well, I've uh, it's it's been National Careers Week, um, right. and I I was quite lucky to be asked. To, I, I can't well I kind of forgot about it until it got to uh, the actual day itself. But uh, <laughs> a couple of months ago, I was asked probably just before Christmas or just after Christmas, I was asked if I could uh, present at Barnsley College in front of 180 students. Uh, although I didn't know there were going to be that many, I just I, I presume there'd be a class size or maybe you know two or three students to turn up or something. But it was about uh, digital industries. So Barnsley College were doing a bit of digital industries week, which is for their mm-hmm. digital their media departments and so on to um, sort of open up to their students and show them sort of the kind of careers there are in the sort of digital sector and so on. So I was asked to go along and virtually, of course, and speak about uh, various things, including my own career in well, my, my started career well, when I sort of, sort of did. TV production and media at university and then moved into various roles in education where still using media and so on and then the podcasting as well and radio so yeah. um, of course I gave uh, a mention to obviously uh, you know the the podcast that we all know and love as the Ale and Audio podcast yeah and <laughs> quite right yeah and uh, showed them all about that and how they can listen, how they can log on and, and uh, tune in and so on and of course I talked about my glorious career at Penison FM as well Probably yeah. should have mentioned the Waste of Web Space podcast. No, I did really. Uh, so, you know, you never know. We might have a few more listeners today or afterwards, maybe did, not necessarily live, but yeah. Did you Did you talk about me, Jimba? I did talk about you a little bit, yeah. Oh, thank you very and, much. Uh, yeah, and uh, how how much fun we have doing a podcast and hopefully it'll inspire others to do the same and dilute the market even more. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got podcasts nowadays. Yeah, I, I listen to Spotify a bit when I'm, um, when I'm working from home, just trying to have something there in the background. And I'm too tight to pay for the premium subscription, so I get the adverts. And do you know, been, I've, I've been been uh, meaning to mention this for a while, actually. Do you know who's also doing a podcast nowadays that's advertised on Spotify? Spotify exclusive. Michelle Obama. Uh, maybe, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, is it Danny uh, Dyer and Danny Dyer's 
it's Danny, Danny Dyer. Dyer and Danny Dyer. Is that yeah. what you're on about? Yeah. Yeah. Sorted with the Dyers. Right. Tell us, tell us your problems, and we'll give you some advice because two Danny Dyers are better than one. Right. I mean, admittedly, our podcast. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna big it up more than it needs. It's. It's all right. I'd like to think it's not it's, amazing. It's, it's podcast, what it is. Podcast in the world. It's what it yeah. is. We put a bit of effort into trying making it all right. We try and do things that are fun and different. And Spotify chucks a load of money at Danny Dyer and Danny Dyer, who, let's be honest, have they got that much talent? Well, I think... To basically be agony ants, and you only have to listen to, like, Radio 2 on a Saturday morning or something. Well, not Radio 2 now, it's Virgin Media, actually. Uh, Virgin Virgin Media have got Graham Norton now, haven't they? Uh, Or Virgin Radio, sorry. So uh, he does an agony ant thing on it. Like, how many agony ants do you need? Well, two agony ants, because two agony ants are better than one agony ant, <laughs> is what I would say, Jimbo. Um, anyway, later on yeah. in, our, in, in this episode, we've got a section where we want you to write in with your problems. <laughs> yeah, because between the two of us, we've not got enough problems, have we, Jimbo? <laughs> so I, I, I was amazed at uh, the people who are podcasting nowadays. And although they did actually qualify this with, we are not in any way qualified to give any advice to people. But right, nonetheless, okay. please get in touch with Sorted with the Dyers. Nonetheless, they still do give the yeah. Moving on. It's beer time. Uh, it's just gone nearly. Well, it's nearly half past eleven, and uh, we, we've got to have a beer on the podcast, haven't we? It might be a, t- a tad early, but you know, never mind. So, what have you got, Fisher? Do you want to go first, or shall I go first? Uh, uh, I can go first if you want. I've got some. I've got some. It was given to me uh, by a friend for my birthday. I'm still going on about my birthday. It was pretty ages ago now, wasn't it? Uh, it's Brewdog, Brewdog Lockdown. Oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's a guava and grapefruit pilsner. Um, I have got no idea how this is going to taste. Um, nice. Pre- presumably of guava and grapefruit and a bit pilsner-like as well, which, to be honest, I'm not sure I'm, I'm, not sure I'm a massive guava and grapefruit fan. I've been given some very strict advice of make sure you leave a bit for me, uh, which is what my wife Vicky said. So you can leave the spitty bit in the bottom of the tin. No, I'll probably leave sort of a more substantial bit of it, really. Um, but I'm never going to have this. Uh, I've opened it, so I can't really read what it says on the bottom in terms of where it's from. It's very topical, Brewdog based lockdown. In... Lockdown, yeah, they're based in Scotland, Brewdog, I think. Um, I think so. I don't know. UK, yeah, Ellen in Scotland on Commercial Park. It's got AB41 is a postcode, which is Aberdeen or Aberdeenshire. So there we go, let's see what it's like. For me, I've got the Beak Brewery. Uh, Q IPA, and it's very. I like the sort of sort of minimalistic can design that they have. Oh. This is another one from uh, that I picked up from Lardy Dar, uh, but it is from uh, Luz. As I've said that right, BN eight is the postcode. Luz, Louis, Louis, L E W E S. Luz. Yeah, is that where they have the bonfire every year? It is. We've spoke about that before, haven't we? I think. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's five percenter. And it just sounds like something I'd enjoy, but Q. So I suppose another sort of topical thing, um, possibly one that's came out of the lockdown queues at supermarkets and stuff like that. Who knows? But there's no way those people are two metres apart on that cab. Definitely not, no. And they're not wearing masks either. And they got, they've got no masks, they've got no arms, in fact. Um, one of them, a couple of them have got red faces. Yeah. And I one, mean, one's got a blue face, one's got a yellow face, but uh, I must like be bad it. Not, it. must be bad not having arms at the moment, because surely keeping an arm's length away from people is quite a, quite a key message yeah. that we've got at the moment so i'm gonna i'm gonna put uh, remind me to take a photograph you can remind me now if you like yeah take a photograph of that <laughs> because we'll play the next advert or theme I, tune bit or yeah, whatever i like to uh obviously have photographic evidence of the drinks that i have and quite often i forget to take 
a photograph of my beer when we're podcasting because we're so busy podcasting. So I end up having to kind of do a makeshift one or uh, just kind of like take a screen grab or something like that. Hmm. So I am going to get a photograph uh, while okay. we, we move on to the next section. Yeah, I would actually say this beer is... Sorry. So I was gonna say, sorry, it wasn't that <laughs> impressive, but I was just going to say this, this beer is actually... Yeah, it tastes all right. I mean, it's different. I will not have too many of them, but it's a nice, nice different beer to have. Okay, try again. Even had a chance to take a selfie then. So is I was going to say, it, look, it yeah. looked like you were taking a selfie there, where you got your phone down and you're kind of like going like that. And yeah. Is that so you can put a picture of yourself next to the beer? Yeah, I thought, why not? Very anyway, good. Uh, let um, me have a quick taste. I'm going to have to taste out the can because I've got a bit of a... I've managed to build a bit of a head on the beer, so after it's like settled. Very, very nice. Very good. I will write about that later. So, it's show and tell time. And here is my show and tell. Are you ready for it? Yeah, let's have a look at it. So... So is that a cheeky monkey? It is a cheeky monkey, and it's a picture of a cheeky monkey. And there's two possible places where this has come from, okay? You ready? So yep. reason number one, uh, this week I uh, went to my... So I've got a lot of stuff that I kept um, when I was kind of doing the, the shed and things like that. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. kind of in the uh, outhouse at my brother's house, at Jack's house. And uh, I went there when he wasn't around, of course, to uh, space and all that, to basically um, clear out the so outhouse you... of some of the stuff that was in there um, because I needed to just sort through some of my stuff. I had a lot of junk everywhere. And as you know, I've been working on my uh, pub shed, which is pretty much completed. So while I was doing that, I kind of kept some things there that I'd got for it and paint, you know, tins of paint and stuff like that. Uh, but then my dad said to me, look, you've been using uh, Jack's outhouse as a, as a storage hub. And, you know, you did pour milk on him all those years ago. Um, <laughs> and he now knows about this. And it, so, do you, you know, you've got a nice little pub shed set up now. Do you mind doing something similar for your brother in that little outhouse he's got and uh, giving it a bit of a tidy up so we can, uh, so me, you know, when my brother gets a chance, he can go and start doing his own. So he's got his own little bit of a outdoor space from where we allow people in our gardens and stuff like that again. So that's yeah. what I did. And I went I in. No, I can't because it's full of all my rubbish. I'm afraid, <laughs> so I can't decorate his little shed. Yeah, for that so, reason. So, reason number one is that I found this in there, and I just thought this looks pretty impressive. I like it, and uh, yeah, and I don't really know what it's from. But it's got no arms. It's like a monkey with sunglasses on, and it looks like a child's writing. It says "Cheeky Charlie" on it. Um, so, is this yours then, or is it? No, Jacked. no, no, it's not. I, I don't think he's any of ours. It's just, it was just in just there. Just something that's in the shed. It's basically something you stole. Yeah, well, he's not been in there that long. Um, I said to him, is it his? Can I, can I have it for a show and tell? And mm-hmm. uh, he said, no, it's not his. So I just took it. So okay. there we go. So that's reason number one. Or reason yeah. number two, I do know what this is. And it is actually something that is from one of my toys when I was younger. Part mm-hmm. of one of my toys that I've got or had when I was Okay. Um, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's falling off there. Yeah. Is it meant to fall off? No. I don't. Well, I okay. don't think so. This is how I found it. I haven't. I haven't done this since. So. Okay. So I'm sure. I mean, there's there's so many questions to ask. Really. I mean, is the person unaware of how to spell the word cheeky by the looks of it? Because 
Yes. I'm sure it's not like that. <laughs> Whoever's done this, C H E E C K Y. Yeah, yeah. That's not how you spell cheeky. Cheeky, uh, it's cheeky. It's like like yeah. like someone from Essex might say to me. Spelling is very much not my forte, but I do know that you don't or spell it like that. Or people from Essex. Yeah, um, that's a good point as well. I mean, I've actually done well to notice that a spelling mistake is there because it's not a little red line coming underneath, and that's normally the only way that I can I can find out and it indicates it. So obviously, I mean, the way you said that you went round to your brother's when he wasn't in, obviously made it sound like um, you just didn't like him, as opposed to. You were trying to be COVID compliant and secure. Um, so obviously you've gone round and sort of emptied stuff out of his. So, so this this was in his in his like outhouse shed type thing. It's like a brick type building sort of thing. He has a he has got a shed as well. Right. Uh, but yeah. So is it a former outside toilet? Is that that's really what I want to find out? Possibly, um, but I couldn't see any sign of a toilet. So also maybe not. Um, okay. It's quite low ceiling. So I, I, right. And he's quite a big lad. Is our Jack? Um, yeah. So I'm not sure about him using it as a, as a potential, you know, like I've I've made a pub shed. Hmm. I don't know whether he'd be able to create the same sort of effect in there. Um, could, it have, could it have been a former coal store or something like that, perhaps? Possibly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I can get in it and stand without crouching down in it because, yeah. you know, I'm about four foot, but, yeah. But he can't, so probably, yeah, quite an inconvenient place to go if you can't actually properly stand up in there. Actually, I saw your Jack recently. He was walking along like that with the, uh, yeah, with the texture <laughs> bent down and, um, yeah, so... <sighs> So, and, and you've got no idea who it's from or why it's there. It just happens to be something that you found. And yeah, I, I did see a spill drink just then, by the way. <laughs> so that's that, that's that reason. Um, what are your plans in terms of, are you actually going to actively get involved in renovating his outside space? Uh, well, I, I, I've my involvement so far has been uh, clearing it out of some of my crap and some other crap as well. Uh, and because uh, my, my brother's been very helpful to me uh, recently, <laughs> so I've got to, you know, it's good to have done him a, a favour. And he's also he, he records mm. Daryl's adverts for us as well, doesn't he? Although he's, uh, he's kind yeah. of he's kind of he's gone he's gone a bit he's gone a bit wayside with that. I don't know what's going on. I keep asking him to do stuff and he's not doing it. You know, has he, has he done has he done Daryl for this week? By no, the way? he hasn't done Daryl for this week, has he? Oh, so. man. after after that one after that advert that I wrote sort of very quickly last week, he's not he's not done it. Still at all not this done week. it. No, I'm still I'm still pestering for it. But yeah, um, you know. Um, I'll put a halt on my work uh, doing any more any more helping him out with his uh, with his own little outhouse thing. But anyway, yeah. So I, I just yeah, I, I, I might get involved at some stage. Luckily, he works uh, through the daytime a lot, or you know, different sort of hours, so I can get that round sometimes and do a bit of work. So we can still try and keep a, a distance and so on. Yeah. Um, so what advert have we got coming this week? By the way, I've got one sorted. Don't worry. Oh, man. I couldn't. Uh, we can get Carol back if you want. Daryl's wife. Yeah, we can do. Yeah, I'll have to bring her back in. I was thinking, can we get some kids for him? Maybe. <laughs> right. Daryl and Carol have got maybe Errol and Cheryl or something like that. Maybe. Two kids. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, anyway, we're, we're, we're digressing a little bit. So, so that's that's option one. You just simply found it um, in Jack's back passageway. Um, and <laughs> the second, the second option is obviously that's part of a childhood toy. So, what 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 childhood toy is that part of? This is from a. Puppet. Okay. Um, are you responsible, therefore, in the second option of writing the word cheeky incorrectly spelled on there? I might be. Or is that... Well, why also... If, if it is the... mine, if it is mine, yep. then yes, likely to be me. Okay. Um, what's the back of it look like? The back of it, it yeah. is that. So, Zeppi, and that's part of a puppet. Uh, is it one of those puppets on a string sort of thing? Like, um, yeah, with a not sandy shore, like you sometimes see those sort of like ventriloquist entertainers have? 
No, it's a it, it's like a vent a ventriloquist. I can never say it. Vent 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 could can't say it. It's one of those Jimbo, ones. Jimbo, you couldn't say that with moving your lips. <laughs> if it is, it's one of those. Um, but yeah, if not, then yeah, it's a zeppi on the back. Okay, but well, the great thing is actually the time delay that we sometimes have on these podcasts make it look like I'm talking when my lips aren't moving at times, which is <laughs> which is good and quite appropriate for this part of the conversation. So, did you did you used to enjoy playing with this toy? Uh, yeah. If that is the reason, I did used to enjoy playing with this toy. Okay. Did it have any other similar toy type things at all? What do you mean? Uh, what did it have? Were there other puppets and ventriloquist oh, type yeah. dolls? I, or... I had, you know, at one point my my, my uh, gran, if the story is true, seemed to think that I liked puppets. And I suppose I did for a short amount of time. Uh, mm-hmm. So she, she, I had a couple of different sort of puppet type things. Mm-hmm. And then you have to break the news to her one time that you didn't actually like puppets well, I, that much. I did. And you just, said to just, her, just... you said to her, I'm really sorry, Nan, but unfortunately, I don't really like puppets that much. What is it? He do it. He said, he's, he's, not sorry, he's, not like, he's, not, he's not like his puppets that much, unfortunately. So, is that what you said? Yeah. Um, I, could, I, I should have just taken a sock off then, really, and put that on my hand and then <laughs> made the sort of puppet type thing, so it would have worked a lot better, wouldn't it? Um, I don't know. I mean, have you got any more questions that you want to ask? Is there something kind of quite revealing about this? Not particularly. When did, when, yeah. Why did you? Why did you recently come into the possession of that again? Of I mean, the... it's quite an old thing to still be having lying around your house, surely. I just, I just found it in in the collection of when when I was looking for a show and tell item, I found it in a box of old things. Okay, if that is the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's about time to time. To, I can't quite see it properly. So I don't know if you can sort of move it and cover yourself up with it. Which um, so did it have? So, so that's presumably just the backing card, and have you still got the... Pub? I mean, it's, it does look quite good with it like that, because it would bang over the front of yourself. Um, I think you should present the rest of the podcast with you behind that, <laughs> make it look like that's presenting it. Uh, how, how big is it? This? Yeah. This thing here? This is about... Uh, well, I don't know, it looks well, like... The, well, the actual puppet that came oh, with it. Oh, the puppet. Wait. And have, and have you still got the puppet? It may still have the puppet. Okay. But I've, I, this, is, this, is, this is what I have from it. Mm-hmm. Today. Okay. I'm, I, I think I've got an answer. Okay. I'm going to say that you found that in Jack's. The first option, you found it in Jack's shed. You sure? Uh, okay. Well, 50% certain, yeah. Right. I will reveal the answer. Oh, man. Yeah, the puppet with it now as well, aren't you? Oh, he's not gone to the toilet again, has he? For any audio listeners, Jimbo just disappeared off camera, presumably to go and get his puppet, which I sort of thought that if it was the puppet itself, he would have brought the puppet on with him. Yeah. I'm wrong. Hello. How are you doing? Very good, thanks. How are you? Yes, not bad, thank you. Was it a new skill that you got? A bit of ventriloquism. Yes. Say say hello to Cheeky Charlie. Hello, everyone. Hello, Cheeky Charlie. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh dear. So you can't do ventriloquism, but instead you'll just use the monkey's hand over your mouth to make it look like you're not speaking. I don't know what you're on about. Honestly, I'm real. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Well. I think we should go on Britain's Got Talent like that, sort of doing the <laughs> various things, just obscuring your mouth to make it look like you can do ventriloquism. Yeah, so... yeah. Anyway, do, you, do, you yeah. Want to, do you want to ask him any questions or anything like that? Yeah. How bad is your owner in terms of doing ventriloquism? He's very, he's very bad! <laughs> uh, how, how long have you been around for, Cheeky Monkey? Well, I've been in the loft for about ten years or so. Been a bit dusty up there. Did Jimbo go up the up into the loft to specifically get you out as a show and tell item? Yes. Yeah, that's a fair amount of effort. So well done, Jimbo, and thank you very much for appearing on the podcast, Cheeky is Monkey. Our podcast. Well, that's he's been the, away that's long, the... He's been away a long time, hasn't he? So of course, been locked up in a box for ten years. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a terrible time to reappear because the world's not in a very good place, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but there we go. Well, Stop thank it. you very much for that, Jimbo. Stop it. And it's, and it's great to become a three-piece again. Yeah, OK. Well, I say again, we've never... is the only other person we've had on the podcast other than you, Nan. Yeah, well, you were obviously wrong with that answer. So... <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, next week's show and tell. I'll go and put Charlie away now. Charlie. Cheeky Charlie, yeah. Uh, thought, well done, I think that's a very... I, I, I assumed that... Yeah, you double bluffed me there, really, because I thought if it was the ventriloquist doll that you would have brought that out with you as opposed to the piece of cardboard connecting to it, so ah, well done. See, well, I, I was a bit unsure whether... Because he, he has actually appeared in a YouTube video before that I've done a, a long time ago, so I wasn't mm. sure if you'd possibly seen it before. It, I, I, I was yeah. even unsure whether it appeared in the po- in the fish tank or not, in, a, in the background or something like... Because we, we just tried to get as much junk into those episodes as we could. <laughs> we did, yeah. <laughs> the I mean, material I... wasn't bad enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just I just see what I... crap we could put in the background or where we could put you instead. Yeah, I remember one, one particular episode. I, I, I blue-tacked all my stationery to the wardrobe behind me for no particular reason. I used to quite enjoy <laughs> the fact that people would sometimes say, is that something there in the background? Or, or I'd used to write certain words yeah. in the background and stick them up there that sort of make no sense to anyone except from me. We should, start doing, we should start doing that again. Yeah, I think so. I mean, when, we get, yeah, when, a... when we get podcasting from our uh, new venues eventually, from the pub yeah. shed and maybe from your little venue as well, or if we get back together um, mm-hmm. in person, which hopefully won't be too long, then uh, yeah, we could maybe start sticking some random things in the background. Maybe people could send us their own show and tells, um, and we yeah. can. I th- yeah, I think it's probably over now. It must be at least a year since we've actually physically seen each other, isn't it? Other than I think you drop you once dropped something off at. I have some sort of. Yeah. I spoke to you at the end of the drive um, yeah. from yeah over two meters away. I think when we get to episode 100, we'll have done as many podcasts uh, on video as we have audio as well. Because I think we started videoing on episode yeah. 50, didn't we? So no, yeah, number 50 was the first one. Yeah. And then it won't be long after that until we've done more podcasts separately than what we've done yeah. together. So anyway, mm. uh, yeah. But so we we're, we're, it's on your feature now. What you got for us? Oh, uh, I have oh, got. In fact, no, uh, we we're, we're skipping ahead again. We've got a few headlines and stuff, haven't we? Of course, yeah. Let's do them. Yeah. So, what do what do you want? Which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do the headline? Uh, well, yeah. You, you I think you want a headline, and yeah. Well, I've got an apology first. First okay. of all, I well, actually, I, I I put down to apologise for it, but I'm not hundred percent sure whether I should or not. Uh, let me have a look. Never, never apologise. It makes I, it sound like you've done something wrong. I was <laughs> probably is the norm of the case. To be I was there. I was going to. Uh, <laughs> I was going to uh, sort of say sorry to Costa Coffee for accusing them of not paying their taxes, uh, and I've just googled it in to find to find uh, to find a, a tweet and to, just to find out the answer. And somebody else in two, in twenty twenty had accused them of not paying the taxes, and their response was, "We do pay our taxes." I think you're thinking of the wrong company. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they, it must be the other famous coffee brand that don't. So I would like to apologise to Costa Coffee, who apparently yeah. do p- pay proper taxes. Yeah, anyway. Unlike those bastards at Cafe Nero. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, oh, well, that's, that's the next week's apology. So it's Starbucks, isn't it, who, uh, who've got the slightly strange arrangement. Headline of the week is, um, are you ready for this one? Yep. So it's massive tits fight in Scottish Park. So that was from the Metro newspaper. So when I when I read that headline, I thought, well, 
who's who's fighting in this Scottish park? Is it Piers Morgan, Katie Hopkins? They having a little bit of a to do in a Scottish park? Why are they in a Scottish park? And then I thought, well, is it is it massive? Is it is it a, a fight? Is it a boob fight of some sort that I've not heard of? Or have you got maybe Katie Price there swinging around and Dolly Parton? Maybe I don't know. And then of course it is referring to uh, there was a a blue tit fight apparently in the park. And uh, oh, somebody sorry. caught it on camera. But if you do Google, um, if you want to see this for yourself, if you Google Massive Tits Scottish Park, um, mm-hmm. have a look at the images. You'll be proper impressed. And then also, if you want to see the images of the uh, birds fighting as well, Google that yeah. too. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've certainly Googled half of that in the past, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, talking about Dolly Parton, did you see she had a vaccine this week? And did then she? sang. She sang, didn't she? Yeah. Well, Guess what she sang? Nine to five. No, not nine to five. Island she in sang... the stream. Not hands in the stream. Uh, the vaccine's in my stream. <laughs> Not the vaccine's <laughs> in my stream either. She sang. She sang uh, Jolene, but she oh. changed the word to vaccine. Oh, vaccine. God. And I, I believe she. I, I've not actually seen details of it, but yeah, apparently that's what she what she did. Okay. Um. So she needs there to. There we go. You know, she needs to come on our podcast and write a few of our uh, few of our, yeah, she, few she, of she, our songs because we could have used that one. Yeah, isn't she involved in the local area? Doesn't she doesn't she give books to school children in Rotherham? Does she? I think so, yeah. I mean, not personally, but I think she's got a charity that's... Um, it, this might be a good round to have, actually. For, I'm not going to talk about it too much now because I think it might be quite a good um, section of the show to have one time. Because there's so many different things about Dolly Parton that are quite interesting mm. that we can maybe have a Dolly Parton round coming yeah. up at some point in the future. So My grandma we'll once dressed as Dolly Parton as well to a, uh, uh, an event that she went to, Fancy Dress Night. Mm. Well, there we go. Um well, good on her. So, should we move on to the next part of the yeah. show where we talk about more, more celebrities? Yep. Okay. No, go for it. No, do, 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 you want right. bit, do you want a bit of an intro? Well, you know we do some kind of jingle <laughs> nowadays, don't you? You're the one with the sound. Well, I'm, I'm going to sound really good. There you go. Thank you very much. Um, well, I've not really got much to say, to be fair, but... <laughs> Um, I we mentioned on the podcast last week to do with uh, we played sort of like the celebrity soundboard thing, didn't we? If you remember? Yeah. And I thought I'd maybe do the same thing again, which is basically um, playing the celebrity noise or the, the celebrity speaking. You have to try and guess who it is, and then when you guess who it is, I'm going to tell you for the first one. I'm going to tell you how many Twitter followers this person has, and then for the second one, third one, fourth one onwards. You've got to try and guess whether they've got more or less Twitter followers than the person who was before them. Right. Okay. Got you. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, for the first one, I'll let you roughly approximately guess how many Twitter yep. followers they've got and see whether they're close as well. So the oh, actually one one more thing uh, that I didn't have a chance to mention last time when we were doing the celebrity sound alikes, the celebrity soundboard. You mentioned I think you went to toilet after number eight, didn't you, Russell Brand? And then we just moved on to the next part of the program. Can you remember? I remember I, the first time I'd ever heard of Russell Brand. It was you telling me about Russell Brand, and can you remember what you told me about him? Because <laughs> it was when it was it was when he was presenting Celebrity Big Brother, yeah. sorry, Big Brother's Big Mouth. Yeah, yeah. And you said, "Oh, you should watch that. It's very funny. It's got this bloke called Russell Brand on it." And you said something specific about Russell Brand. Can you remember what it was? Uh, that he was funny. Um, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that that he needed to go to the toilet halfway through his his thingy or something. I don't know. No, no. Oh, Specifically, the, is he related to Joe Brand? You yes, you said he was Joe Brand's son. <laughs> Did I actually say that? Yeah, I said yeah, he's right from Russell Brand. He's like, guy dressed in black and he's a bit like bonkers. And it's Joe Brand's son. Did I actually say that though? 
Yeah. Ah, well, there's no evidence. Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming that he isn't. I mean, evidence there's no evidence since. I said it, but yeah. But I think I think when you, I think a lot of people when they probably would you know heard of Russell Brand in the first instance, they probably would have gone to at least check if he was actually Joe Brand's son. Maybe I just okay. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to play the first celebrity <laughs> um, soundboard if that's okay. The person who probably actually did my lips probably has nice cheeks. I'd like to squeeze his cheeks, make cheeks. You. Is it? I know it is. Is it Chris Eubank? Correct, Jimbo. It's Chris Eubank. So Twitter followers then. Uh, so Twitter followers. Uh, just to be clear, I have absolutely no idea why he wants to squeeze someone's cheeks. But there we go. I'm so gonna... roughly, how many Twitter followers do you think Chris Eubank Let's... has got? This might be a bit high, or it could be a bit low, I mean, obviously. But anyway, I'm going to say 370,000. Uh, you're high there. He has got 210,000 Oh, well, I, I, at least I got it in the right number of figures. I was quite impressed with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, that's, that's a reasonable effort, that. Well done. Uh, bear in mind, we've not got anything to, to work from at all. I wonder how many people follow him thinking that it's Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah, true, know. true. Um didn't, so, talking about uh, the Brexit bus earlier on, didn't Chris Eubank used to drive a lorry and once park it outside 10 Downing Street? Did he? Or have I just made that up? Not sure. Was, it, was that some sort of protest? He was... I think some kind of publicity. It's something to do with mm. something. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think he used to drive around the big lorry. Um, so yeah, that was that was Chris Eubank. Uh, I'm, I, what I really need to do is actually stop talking a load of rubbish and actually then go to my next person who I'm about <laughs> to play. would actually make this round go a little bit more smoothly. So let's go with this one. It, it, it was lovely to do, and it was kind of um, it was a kind of exorcism for me because people had these kind of preconceptions yeah. and ideas at that time. Yeah. So for me to go on and have a laugh about what was going on, um, uh, you know, it was, it, as as oh. like again, if you want, it's not Darren Brown, is it? It's not Darren Brown, no. Yeah, um, go and play it again. Play it again, okay. Uh, I can play a different sound clip of, him, of this yeah. person if you want. Yeah, yeah. Lena Navaroni, one of the greatest talents, I think. We had in this country a Judy of her day. Oh, it's not the film critic, is it? Definitely not a film critic. No. Although I, I would say he probably has a quite a sounds quite a, a bit like Mark Commode, I think. Um, Commode, Commode. No, it's it's not him. Although it possibly does sound a little bit like him, to be mm. fair. Jump to jump to it is. I can again. I can see it's not. It's not him from Holmes and the Hammer either, is it? Sounds a bit like him too. Not it's no. No, the, not one who, the one who <laughs> the one who the one with the invisible piano. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not him. It's brilliant that. Uh, yeah, the one no, who continually says, "So what do you like about this house?" Yeah, and then didn't, didn't someone edit some <laughs> yeah. piano music into that as well? Oh, yeah. brilliant! Yeah. Um. So I jump to give the answer. Yeah, go on. So that was Les Dennis. Oh, yeah. We spoke about him last week as well, didn't we? We're only, He's, he'd been on Mars him. for so long, I'd completely forgotten about him. Well, he might be on Mars, but how many Twitter followers do you think he's got? Has he got mm. more or less than 210,000? Oh, I reckon less. Less? Sorry, was that less or less? Less. Quite <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're right, he has got less. Our survey less says, than Chris Eubank. Less than Chris Eubank. Uh, he's got 113,000 Twitter mm. followers. Oh, oh, hang on, sorry. So this next person uh, that, I'm, that I'm about to play, I'm not doing very well here in terms of uh, jumping back and forth. Um, next person is... Here we go. And I, I very much got attached to that song. I mean, I was like 16, 17 when I read that song. It was me just being a bit of a I was from Southampton. Oh, have you got another sound clip of them? Uh, no, I can play the same sound clip. Yeah, again, go I need on. to cut it off quite early because otherwise it pretty much reveals who it is. Um, so just one moment here we go and I, I very much got attached to that song I mean I was like 16, 17 when I read that song it was me just being a bit of a I was from Southampton mm. is it 
songwriter from Southampton. Oh no, Craig David. Who's that? Craig David. Oh, well done. I think I wouldn't have got that without the clue. I mean, if only they listened to what he said, where he said, I'm from Southampton. Yeah. Is that what he said in the clip? That's what he said in the clip. Oh. I don't know if you quite heard that. No, I didn't quite um, catch it. Yeah, I think if, if I'd have carried on playing, he basically said, uh, I had this idea that I would uh, meet a woman on Monday and then make love with her on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> so I gave it away a little bit. But anyway, Les Dennis has 113,000 followers. Do you think Craig David has got more or less Yeah, than that? definitely got more. I reckon in the region of... 650,000. Uh, you're correct that he's got more and he has got 400,000. Okay. Well, right, but wrong. Yeah. Oh, well, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this next one coming up. Well, you see, the other thing is, I was I was so up for it. When we, when we found out it was going to be the last series, I was like, Phil, Phil, please, can I go in? Can I go in? Can I go for a night? I just want to go in and experience what it's like and feel what it's like for a whole day now. You're not in there, so I think you've got it. That is Davina McCall. Oh, Jimbo, Jimbo, you can go to the correct room. Quite right. <laughs> yep, Davina McCall there talking about, uh, I presume, about Big Brother, I'd guess. Um, she was, wasn't she good? Eh? I loved how energetic she was about the mm. whole thing. Welcome, Big Brother. This <laughs> is Davina. She, she couldn't even stand still at times. No wonder she's doing the fitness videos and all that sort of stuff. So, Davina McCall, uh, Craig David has got 400,000 Twitter followers. Has Davina McCall got more or less? She's going to be very, very close, I think. Uh, but I think she might have got less only because she's she's probably got less of a younger following than what Craig David would have had, uh, that Craig David's got. So, I reckon probably less, less, but more than Les Dennis and... Probably maybe around the same as Chris Eubank, so or maybe a bit uh, more, maybe a bit more. You are you are incorrect. Oh, she's no. got uh, she's got quite a bit more than Craig David. She's got two point seven. She's got what? Sorry, two point seven million followers. Whoa, that's yeah. pretty good. Going to predict it. Uh, I don't know if that's partly sort of people maybe who are Big Brother fans, then also people who are fans of the fitness videos later on as well. Perhaps she maybe covers a few a few markets. That's what I think. Yeah. So next up, we have got. This person who, once I unlock, work, work out how to unlock my iPhone, I can play it. Here we go. This year with Danny, I'm quite sure what he's just cottoned on to some all along. I find it really annoying when everybody's like, wow, Danny this year, isn't she brilliant? I'm like, she always was. <laughs> Probably not the easiest one to get, I would have thought. Could you, can, can you hear this all right, by the way? Yeah. At, the f- at first, it sounded a bit like Holly Willoughby. But and I'm that not... would be correct. Well done. Really? All oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's Holly Willoughby. Um, I think it was maybe the, uh, the 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 discussion that uh, the what she was actually saying confused. Yeah, I'm not quite sure if she's speaking about. But I, I could have let you go on and sort of say, yeah, but I don't. It's, uh, but I thought, yeah, it's, it's the first one you've said, so I'm I'm, I'm happy to give you that. So the Vindum Call's got 2.7 million followers. I thought it might have been uh, either Dan, Danny or Danny Dyer's podcast, <laughs> or both of them. Or <laughs> both of them, yeah. Um, Holly Willoughby has got, uh, sorry, Devine McCall's 2.7 million followers. How many has Holly Willoughby got? Again, this, more is, or less? this is hard, but I'm going to say just because of the, again, I think she's had more younger fans possibly. But then there's, I suppose there's a lot of, uh, I suppose twi- to be fair, Twitter's probably not really that much of a youthful place, maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. Exactly. But if you put the, the, this Instagram, it could be sort of different, really. So I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with Davina, I think. Uh, you'd be wrong. Oh. Holly Willoughby has got 7.3 million followers, so nearly three times as many as Davina. Quite a a following. Uh, So on to this next person, and it is this. It sounds sounds very much like the person, and it's not, who plays uh, Prince Philip in The Crown. 
Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I can confirm. I'm pretty sure that's but definitely it, not him. It's not them. Can I have that one again? And maybe uh, I yeah. didn't quite hear that one quite as well. So if you can hold it a little bit closer. Is it Ben Fogel? Not Ben Fogel. Oh. Um, although it's probably got a similar kind of voice. Do you want to give you a bit of... Or do you want to have another guess? No. I don't think I'm going to get it. I can do an impression of this man. It's the best impression in the world. <laughs> it's definitely not the best impression in the world. Uh... Oh, come on, Jimbo. Oh, bloody hell, Jimbo. Oh, you're useless. Oh, you idiot. No idea. No. Jeremy Clarkson. Oh. It, it sounded a bit more youthful to me, that one, without the, well, well, the face to go with it. Yeah, the, the, hard to believe, but there was a time when Jeremy Clarkson was slightly younger than he is now. <laughs> uh, so, Holly Willoughby has 7.3 million followers. Has Jeremy Clarkson got more or less? Less. Uh, you're correct, but not by much. Okay. Um, so, Jeremy Clarkson's got 7.2 million followers compared to Holly Willoughby's 7.3, so it is, uh, it is quite uh, quite tight. And for this next one? Life, but, and obviously played in a World Cups as well, but I think everyone, sort of, not everyone, but most people look forward to the World Cup. It's really exciting. We'll get all excited about England's chances. That's Gary Lineker. It is Gary Lineker. Well done. So, Jeremy Clarkson, 7.2 million. Oh. Gary Lineker, higher or lower? I think he's very active on Twitter, so I'm going to say higher. Higher? You'd be correct. Well done. He's got 7.8 million. So, on to the next one. That's Gary Barlow. Of course, well done, Jimbo. That's Gary Barlow. <laughs> the bullshit tones. I always, he's yeah. done a lot of that. I, mean, I don't know if I've mentioned this in this podcast before, but he, he does the crooner sessions, doesn't he, on his uh, Facebook fit page and maybe Instagram as well, I'm not sure. Because of the sort of squash together, you know, like how we are on our on our episodes. Anyone who's watching us now, because yeah. <laughs> because of the, the piano. well, to me, it doesn't look like he's playing a piano. It looks like he's riding a horse, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think it's very funny, uh, very yeah. unusual to watch. But anyway, I kind yeah. if I were him, I'd kind of position the keyboard to one side, maybe at the side, and kind of you know sing away that like, in that way. But you know, who am I? Who am I? I just write my own parody songs, and uh, yeah. you know, never mind. I mean, well, last time you tried to do one of Gary Barlow songs, you were well work. Oh, you, you complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- definitely difficult to replicate his uh, his voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, why didn't you call him? Bear in mind, he's only just started doing this. Why don't you call him the Corona Sessions instead of Corona Sessions? Good shout, yeah. Who yeah. thought might more sense? So, so my my guest today is a great friend of mine. It's Jimbo. Jimbo, <laughs> I believe you've got a song to sing along with. And you're going to pretend to ride the horse. <laughs> so. Anyway, so Gary Lineker has 7.8 million followers. Do we think Gary Barlow has got more or less? That's tough for enough. I'm going to say less, I think. Uh, you're right. Well done. <laughs> and uh, and quite a bit less. He's got 4.1 million followers, so nearly about half as many as, mm. uh, as Gary Lineker. So next up... We Take that, got... Gary. Battle that, of the Garys. Take that, I the... said. Take that, Gary. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. Well done. Apologies. Yeah. I didn't quite hear that, yeah. but uh, well done. Great job. Next up. If you are playing on digital TV, then press your red button now. I think that's Philip Schofield. Quite right. Philip Schofield, big Phil. <laughs> Philip Schofield. Uh, Gary Barlow's 4.1 million followers. Has Philip Schofield got more or less? Uh, I think Philip Schofield's got more. Correct. Well done. 
He's got. Of course, Philip Schofield's career started uh, with a famous <laughs> puppet. <laughs> uh, this is the kind of thing I'm trying to do, you see. Uh, yeah. Anything I can now. Yeah, so obviously Gordon. Now look Gordon at him. Now he's con- now he's convincing people to to sell the cars for well under the value of what they are, just because. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if if they would like someone else to come in and do that advert, then um, please get in touch with Jimba. Yep. So yeah, Philip Schofield, four point five million followers. Uh, so next up, I'm not sure if you're going to get this one's quite difficult, but. I rate him as a pioneer because there was nothing like him before. So he is he is the touchstone from which all other cinematic comedy of a of a sort, uh, physical in particular, uh, comes from. I might need that one again. I couldn't actually work out if it was a man or a woman. Um, I'll, t- I'll play the other footage of this particular person if that's okay. Yeah. Whatever he is talking about, the bottom line is, you know, yeah, you're in the public eye, but you are not, as who was with us the other day, who said, I'm not Jesus Christ. If I'm doing what I'm doing, that's my business. Okay, is this uh, is this somebody who's, who's quite topical at the minute, and particularly maybe this evening? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, no. However, however, I do think we have uh, sort of possibly touched oh. on the subject that you are attempting to touch on. <laughs> Or accidentally adversely touching on. Has this featured as a question before in our I, podcast I, where where somebody is mistaken? I believe so, This yeah. person for someone else, and I've just made that exact same mistake. But I think the only reason I've made that mistake is because of that former question that's now mixed those two people up in my head. I reckon this is Whoopi Goldberg. It is Whoopi Goldberg. And originally Goldberg. I was thinking it might have been Oprah Winfrey. Yes. See, I think before before I had that featured in in the podcast a while ago, where some a, a Twitter account had confused, and I don't think I ever would have confused them previously. But because that's in my head now, I think that's kind of what's happened to me. But anyway, that's my excuse. No problem. So, so Philip Schofield has four point five million followers. Has Whoopi Goldberg got more or less? Oh, it's America. It's the it's the American thing, though, isn't it? Who's the other one again? Sorry. Uh, Philip Schofield and Whoopi oh. Goldberg. Oh yeah, I think, I think Whoopi Goldberg's going to be up there because yeah, she's she's American and she's got a bigger reach worldwide. I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, you're wrong. She's only got 1.7 million. Maybe she's not been on there as long. Maybe. I mean, I say only 1.7 million followers. A lot more than either of us have got. But there we go. So next up, um, let's go with this one. Tonight, that my dad tried to kill my mum. Me and my brother and my sister were with Bannister. All I remember is him just my mother and going for her and choking her and then. That's a nice story, isn't it? Yeah. Um. um Oh, so I, I, I might need that one again. Huh? The night that my dad tried to kill my mum, me and my brother and my sister were with Bannister. All I remember is him just onto my mother and going for her. And ch- I have to say, apparently it completely ruined that episode of Blue Peter that she appeared on. Is that the part of a clue? Uh, no, it's got that. So I was just joke about uh, oh. someone might go onto Blue Peter and talk about the mother try, uh, father trying to kill their mother. Uh, I've got another clip of this person as well, which yeah, I've go on. play if you want to see what it's like. I don't think that's her, actually. No, that's definitely that's definitely not um, that's definitely not. Um, <laughs> You're just making this more difficult. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that was um, someone else. I'll play the I'll play the first clip again. The night that my dad tried to kill my mum, me and my brother and my sister were with the banister. All I remember is him just 
onto my mother and going for her and choking her. I suppose if you listen to what the words are, it's someone who's well, it's someone who's got both a mother and father, um, and the father potentially might want to kill the mother. And also, she did say that she has a brother and a sister. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know okay. this one. It is Kelly Osborne. Oh, okay. And in all honesty, I think the uh, I think the, the second person you inadvertently heard there, I think, was Kelly Holmes, former athlete, who I was going to say Stacey Solomon, to be fair. For that I thought one. it sounded like Stacey Solomon, yeah. but I think she mentioned that she went to the Athens Olympics, which I, I don't <laughs> think Stacey Solomon won two gold medals at that. Maybe wrong, but uh, you never quite know. So Whoopi Goldberg has 1.7 million followers. Has Kelly Osborne got more or less? I think more. You'd be right. She's got three and a half million. This, this next one coming up, by the way, is, is number 12 out of 20. So we've got a fair few to have a go at. So uh, Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> no wonder you wanted together. to start earlier today. Yeah. Um, so next up. Have I ever gotten over the situation, being that my kids are from being that I'm not in our complete family? No. Am I over the person? That surprised me. Oh, this is frustrating. Oh, is it Peter Andre? It is Peter Andre. Well done. So, Kelly Osborne has got three and a half million followers. Has Peter Andre got more or less? Uh, I reckon more. Uh, you're wrong. He's oh. got slightly less. You've got 3.1 million. <laughs> so, next up, we have to, I need to get. I need to be a bit more prepared for this, really, in terms of moving on to the next person. But, uh, but there we go. Next up, we've got this person. Lots of yes, no questions. So, I have a sweet tooth. I believe in ghosts. Uh, I've got a degree. All of these things that you answer yes or no right. to. And then, all the way throughout the show, we split you into two tribes based on who said yes and who said no to particular right. questions. Knock someone out, and then we put you into two new tribes. That is, uh, is who... Richard Osman. Uh, quite right. Someone we might, we might be seeing soon if we appear on Pointless. Not in anything yet. No, I'm sure they'll just they'll be too wowed with our application, I think. <laughs> so we've currently got uh, Peter Andre on 3.1 million followers. Has Richard Osman got more or less? Ooh, probably less, although I think he should have more. Uh, you are right, he's got less, he's got pretty much a million. Yeah, he's, he's, got, uh, he's got a really good uh, sense of humour on his Twitter account. Then. Yeah, so it seems quite nice and quite pleasant in general. Next up. Yeah, um, I've got a much better job for myself now. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I finished that three years ago and focusing on music. And how long were you in the army? So, this... I think, I think you might have been aided by, I think you've got your song playing in the background there. <laughs> no, well, uh, in, in the uh, the pub shed, uh, the Ale and Audio pub shed, my uh, theme this weekend for my little pub shed night was mm-hmm. um, Back to the Belvedere slash oh, right, Back yeah. to Bedlam which was an album that was around between the years 2004, 2006, I think it was 2005 it might have been released, but it was kind of constantly on the... It's quite an iconic album, isn't it, for those couple of years? And yeah, so it's James Blunt. It is James Blunt. And he's very good on Twitter, so I'm going to say he's definitely got more than uh, Richard Osman. Yeah, you'd be right, he's got uh, about 2 million followers. Next up, we've got this one. You shouldn't be asking that question, which they should not, because they don't ask male athletes who are gay. They do not ask him the question. Women athletes, the question. So that was that was someone they were asking about asking female athletes whether or not they're gay, if they know people who are gay. I don't know the answer to that one. I don't think. Do I'm to play it again, or do you don't think you're gonna get it? I just don't think I'm gonna get it. Okay, it is Martina Navratilova. I mean, I, I wouldn't have even been able to say a name, to be fair. Okay, uh, you know, I'm like I can't even say Ven. 
Ventriloquist. Does okay, it um, so Ventriloquist wasn't he a Swedish football player who um, <laughs> was on the uh, left wing Okay. And so I... James Blunt has two million followers, as Martin and Avrati Lauer have got more or less. Less, I think. Uh, you'd be right, well done. Um, next up, we have got this person. Um, I just like my food that much. But I think it's one of the requirements, a healthy body, healthy mind. I find all the exercise, especially on the cross trainer or the rowing machine, you get that adrenaline pumping, the heart rate going. It does help. You, you feel absolutely energised after a, a good hard session in the gym. I was going to say uh, Paul Hollywood, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure now. <laughs> uh, well, when he said good hard session, um, it's not Paul Hollywood. Oh, uh... Although I can't, yeah, I understand. You're probably not. Say, I don't. I can understand why you said Paul Hollywood. The content and the voice as well. Well, when it when you start saying about food, but then all the gym stuff came in. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd focus more on the food than I would the, the gym. Oh, go go again then. Have another go. I'll, I'll only play the front of it because, yeah. uh, to be fair, I think the it's a bit misleading talking about going to the gym because he's not someone you look at and think yeah. that bloke goes to the gym quite a bit. Um, I just like my food that much, but I think it's one of the requirements: a healthy body, healthy mind. Okay, there's two people I've got in mind now. They're a celebrity chef, aren't they? No. They're not? No. <laughs> Sorry, just, then. Uh, no, just, I don't know. No, they're just a celebrity overweight person, really. Okay. Oh, it's, uh, it's the Beast. It's the Beast. From well the done. Chase. I was going to say um, Heston Blumenthal, because I don't know how many people know this, but he actually did used to be, or he did some bodybuilding um, before his celebrity chef... Um, Became famous as celebrity yeah. chef. He was always always a chef, as his sort of trade yeah. sort of thing. But before he became um, really famous as a celebrity chef, he he did do bodybuilding as well. Apparently, so. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Well, there we go. Um, so Martin Navratilova has three hundred and forty-six thousand followers. Has the Beast got more or less? Uh, I think he's got less. You'd be right. He's got one hundred forty-one thousand. I've seen him before. Sheffield Wednesday matches. I was going to say he's a local lad, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so is Doncaster Rovers, one... he maybe supports, or he goes to a lot of different games. I think his events company are involved in, or were involved with various uh, football yeah. teams. But uh, I, I don't know if he's possibly a an actual Doncaster fan, or and maybe I've made that up. I, I, I won't say I was a Sheffield United fan, but I could be wrong. But okay. um, to be fair, I'm not sure it really matters that much, is it? No. Um, but anyway, next person. I haven't exercised or anything because it is literally against my religion. Um... <laughs> I just kind of done it through. I just don't eat as much, and I eat better stuff. It's really quite simple. So that's a Welsh person. Yes, yeah. Uh, so first thing I thought was Charlotte Church, although I'm not convinced it's her. It could be uh, Frank Lampard's. Well, I always get mixed up between Frank Lampard's wife, yeah, and Alex Jones from the One Show. Okay, and I don't uh, know if it's any of them. Uh, it's neither of those, but Frank Lampard's <laughs> wife, I think, is oh. Northern Irish, Christine oh, Blakely, right. and Alex yeah. Jones is Welsh, does sound a lot like this person. But yeah. I'm going to just tell you it, it was Charlotte Church. Oh, right, okay. I didn't think it'd be her because she's not really been in the news or in the sort of media eye that much, has she, recently. Not that I'm aware, not, not a name that springs up as being around. But she she was also featured in the Back to uh, the Belvedere Years music for my pub shed night. Yeah. Oh, did she, she crazy chick. She, she tried to, yes. Yeah, crazy. I'm chick talking about a song, not 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 actual. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she tried to be sort of a more popular artist at one point, didn't she, as opposed mm-hmm. to a sort of classical singer. 
So, uh, Mark Labette has got 141,000 followers. The Charlotte Church got more or less. Uh, I reckon sh- Mark Labette has got more. Is that what you're saying? No, where did Mark Labette come from? Oh, oh the that's, beast. that's sorry, the, the beast. beast. Sorry, I know him as the, the beast. beast. real name, sorry. Yeah, let's let's go with, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Charlotte Church. Okay, uh, Charlotte Church, you'd be right, well done. I'm not sure if you're going to know this one, but here we go. Uh, now, in the news this week, continue to slide Wooden Brown, and some people are saying he's dead and buried. I think the opposite. I say, God is alive! <laughs> of course I'm going to get it. It's Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Um, well, I, don't... I reckon he's got less Twitter followers as well than Charlotte Church. Uh, he's got 100,000, so yeah. Oh, he's correct, actually on Twitter then, okay. He is on Twitter, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how much he uses it, but... I think it does it. He doesn't need Twitter because he can just hear him anyway from where, from, from, from wherever he shouts. He doesn't need Twitter. He shouts in the window. Does it, do, do you think all his, all his tweets are in capital letters with yeah. exclamation marks on the end of it? <laughs> um, so next up, we have got this person who. Here we go. I, see, I, I sort of caught myself halfway through thinking, taking this too seriously, this is going to look terrible, especially if you. And so I had a look like, yeah. it's just casual. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> laughing at my cake. I don't care. Um, but seriously wanted to win? Okay. Any idea? Someone who was on maybe Celebrity Bake Off or something like that? So, yeah, I think think they were on Celebrity Bake Off. I was going to say, I was, I was going to sort of like say she, he, I think you know it's a woman. Um, yeah, she was on Celebrity Bake Off. It's not someone from uh, Absolutely Fabulous, is it, or anything like that? Uh, it is, yes. Uh uh, well, I, well, actually, no, it isn't, but... Oh. Uh, but it sort of is. Um, I don't know. I can't remember her name, then. Is um, she up in the Fox Valley Shopping Centre? Is it the same person I'm talking about? Joanna Lumley? Yeah. No, it's not her. No. But, it, it, do, I, do you want to tell you it is? Saunders. It's Jennifer Saunders, oh, yeah. I thought who, she... Anyway, okay. Who, who I think writes absolutely fabulous with right. Don Frank. Yeah, okay, that, that's who I thought it first were, but yeah. No, sorry, no, you, I'm, I'm wrong. She's in absolutely yeah. fabulous with Joanna Lumley. And Dawn French writes it as well, I think. Right, okay. So, yeah, apologies. Yes, she is an absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So, there we go. Um, so, Brian Blessed has got 100,000 followers. Jennifer Saunders, has she got more or less than Brian I think, Blessed? I think more because of her comedy value. I mean, Brian Blessed's supposed to be comedy as well, I suppose, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, more, I reckon. Okay. Um, you are correct. Well done. She's got 701,000. <laughs> so, you'll be glad to know this is the last one. And here we go. Is it Nigella Lawson? It is Nigella Lawson. And I reckon she's probably got more than Jennifer yeah, Saunders. Of course she has. It's got all the blokes on it there. Um, <laughs> anyway, got... I enjoyed that, Fisher. That was really yeah, good. She... Even though there was a lot oh, of questions, I, I did enjoy it. Yes, 2.7 million followers all, all helping for some pictures now, Dave. Um, so thank you very much, Timba. So well uh, we're going to go to an advert now. Is that okay? Yeah. So you can fix a graze on a child's knee, then you can learn to plaster cast an old person's broken ankle. If you can learn to plaster cast an old person's broken ankle, you can learn to nurse the tissue damage on a burns victim's face. 
If you can learn to nurse the tissue damage on a burns victim's face, then you can learn to run an intensive and critical care unit. If you can learn to run an intensive care and critical care unit, then you can learn to offer palliative care to those at the end of their lives. And if you can learn to offer palliative care to those at the end of their lives, then you can learn to be undervalued and underappreciated by the UK government. If you can learn to be undervalued and underappreciated by the UK government, then you can learn to be underpaid and insulted with a 1% pay rise, which in the current climate with rising costs is technically a pay cut, while your health minister dishes out £91 million PPE contracts to his mates and tries to keep it secret. Then if you can learn all that, you'll be a British NHS nurse. Join us now. On the plus side, Boris Johnson will clap for you. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk quickly about the news, and I suppose that's the kind of uh, overarching theme of our podcast today with the uh, song title, with the advert there and everything. Uh, is the NHS sort of, uh, or the nurses' pay rise that uh, they've been sort of pretty much insulted, really, haven't they, by being offered a 1% pay rise considering the year that we've had and how much we all value them, and, you know, we all did before, but certain parts of society, such as our MPs and our, <laughs> and our government didn't, but they've been offered um, that, haven't they? Um, just while you said, I found something interesting that I want to do with you, by the way, while we're on this topic and while right, we're on okay. that particular advert um, about the, uh, you know, because I, I kind of nicked the idea of the Royal Navy advert there, you know, fixing yeah. a helicopter and all that kind of thing. When I was Googling it, I saw, I found something really fun, which I thought you could take part in. But if you want to carry on talking about this uh, nurse's pay rise thing, just while I am looking for that, is that all right? Uh, yeah, well, I've not really got much to say about this pay rise, in all mm. honesty. Um, you know, it looks like they've been uh, offered something and uh, they don't want to accept it, uh, which is fairly reasonable because what they've been offered is a bit of an insult, really. But um, there we go. We've kind of run out of money because we've just dished it out to all the government's mates by the sounds of it. Um, what did intrigue me a little bit was that Rishi Sunak uh, delivered the budget this week, if you saw that, Jim Barr. Yeah. There was some footage of him that surfaced on the internet from about two or three years ago where he's been interviewed by some school children and do you know what he said to the school children when they asked him hey, do you prefer pepsi or coca-cola do you know what he said? <laughs> i'd saw this he said he said he was a coke addict didn't he he did say he was a coke addict um, <laughs> and then clarified shortly afterwards that it was not that kind of coke addict um, <laughs> instead he was talking about coca-cola and he got seven fillings to prove it. But then, and then, but, he, but then he moved on. It, it's if it, you know, he was basically digging himself a massive hole. And then he finished the conversation by saying, "But anyway, um, not just sort of standard Coke, Mexican Coke." Yeah. <laughs> he started to talk about, and it's these really, kids are sat there, aren't they? Like, yeah, just, <laughs> what do I you would, think? I would like to compliment these children uh, for their fantastic interviewing technique, which involved not asking any further questions and just basically <laughs> sitting there sniggering. Whilst uh, Rishi Sunak dug himself as big a hole as possible. Where it's he went hilarious, isn't it? How... It was really good. I was quite impressed um, with it. So going back to what I was saying, you know when I was looking for the advert script to sort of copy for the NHS nurse jokey parody ad that we've just done, um, I found a, uh, a, a Your Army Needs You unveils latest recruitment campaign. And this is, an ad, this is from... Uh, January 2019, so a couple of years ago. They put mm. some they put some posters together. Um, yeah. To to get people to you know like the, the your army needs you type of things, uh, and I wonder if you can finish 
Uh, it's quite an interesting way of advertising for people to get to join the army. But I wonder if you can uh, finish the sentences of, of what, what they were saying, if, if that makes sense. So I'll do the first one, ready? The, yeah, the, I think I vaguely remember it. So yeah. So the, the, ta- the first one is snowflakes, obviously referring to what people call the snowflake generation. Your army needs you and your... Is it something like understanding and, and compassion or something Well like done, yes, compassion. Yeah, kind of got a little sneaky quiz in here. The next yeah. one, which is which is which is ideal in the war zone, isn't it? You just kind of think, <laughs> there's the enemy. Let's be compassionate towards him. I mean, should we just like see if he's all right and check yeah. on him and make sure they're okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you say about me on Twitter? Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, selfie addicts. Your army needs you and your technical expertise, maybe, or, or kind of your ability to, you know, use a, te- a long lens telescope. Or... <laughs> it's a good answer, but it's your confidence. Obviously, if you're confidence, taking selfies, mm-hmm. it tends to mean that you're confident. So, uh, next yeah. one then. Binge gamers. Your army needs you and your... Well, I wonder if that might be sort of technical expertise and sort of that kind of rough area, you know. It's another good guess, but it's not. It's your drive. So, I don't know if they're talking oh, right. about, like, your mega drive or yeah. your Oh, no, no, drive, it's just in these park or... tanks somewhere, so they need to go and, uh, yeah. Yeah, the kids are at home, sort of playing on the games all the time. They're not going out. Probably haven't even got a car, so if you can park the tank on their drive, and <laughs> that'd be appreciated. Next, then, phone zombies. Your army needs you and your um, ability to communicate. Good guess. If you think about the stuck on the phones, the proper zoned into the phones, and your Ab- ability to focus on radar and yeah, focus is yeah. You got yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> Next one. The me, 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 millennials, I can't even say it. Me, 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 millennials. Your army needs you and your... Um, individual self-obsession to disregard <laughs> orders from above and just do whatever the fuck you want. Self-belief. Self-belief, that's yeah. the one, sorry. Yeah. That's nasty, Fisher. Sorry. Oh, well, Snowflake's going to say about that, I'm joking. Next then. Uh, class clowns, your army needs you. And your probably something like innovation and ability to um, kind of keep spirits up, yeah, on the bright side, and, and yeah. your spirit, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go join now. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, take, I just take, thought that'd be a... monkey with you. <laughs> I just thought that'd be a nice little sidestep. Um, anyway, yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. That's quite uh, quite good. Um, so talking about um, sort of sidestepping, and obviously we mentioned the budget. And uh, Rishi Sunak uh, revealed all the figures this week. Do you know what he didn't mention? Mm. What, is the, what he just left out of the budget? He left out that £340,000 that we've had to pay to, um, is it Philip Ruckman? All right. The person who was bullied by Pretty Patel. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, the taxpayer paid him off, three hundred and forty grand apparently. <laughs> and, and, and his legal cost as well. £340,000. Mm. Just because he got bullied by Pretty Patel. Well, no, no sorry, not, not I mean, I think it's a fairly... Um, yeah, acceptable amount to be paid out for it. Yeah. But uh, the fact that the, our government has someone in there who bullies people and costs us the taxpayer seems to be somebody else who, who got away with it and still is still in the same job, um, despite doing something uh, that was unlawful or not necessarily unlawful, hmm. but unethical and all that kind of thing. And then you've got Matt Hancock still in the same job. All the other politicians yeah. there, you know, constantly, you know, lied. And, you know, we go back to the sort of. The pay cut and everything like that. The uh, well, not the pay cut. The the non. The pretty much sort of like insulting pay rise they've offered nur- nurses. Like you know, the the time that they printed the three hundred and fifty million um, a week for the NHS on the side of the bus following Brexit. Like it can be yeah. done, can't it? If, if according to those figures that 
they were proven to have lied about and that nobody seemed to have really got into any trouble for. Although it's just the same thing, isn't it? Like they, they, they admit that something was wrong, but then no, they don't seem to get into trouble. And then this week they've got um, Nicola Sturgeon. They're calling for Nicola Sturgeon. Not the same government. The UK government are calling for Nicola Sturgeon yeah. to uh, step down because she's done something allegedly wrong. But yeah. then it, it's very hypocritical, isn't it? Yeah. I was wondering on, on Pretty Patel. I mean, obviously she bullies people. I mean, I think that there's probably some men out there who want to be bullied by women and actually would pay good money for it. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you think, but maybe Pretty Patel could sort of start up her own little dominatrix service. Good idea. And the money that she earns from that could be donated back to the taxpayer to pay <laughs> off the money that we've had to pay out on her behalf. I mean, I don't know how much a dominatrix pays per area. I mean, you got any idea, Jimbo, at all? Not sure, but if she makes enough, she could pay for that and also the... Uh... And also the wasting money on Downing Street briefing room as well. Of course, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much they paid on Downing Street to get it um, get it revamped, ready for hosting the media conferences. Do we know um, how much it was? Uh, I think it's a couple of million, isn't it? Is it? I mean, mm. I mean, they paid all that money, and yet when Dominic Cummings had to do his briefing, he had to go and sit in the garden behind that <laughs> rubbish old table, if you remember. Um, and I bet, I bet his chair probably sank into the ground because it was muddy as well yeah. um, at that point in time. So there we go. But what was he actually? Was he actually in the Downing Street Garden though, or was he at some sort of uh, like <laughs> National Trust castle or something like that? Yeah. Like, we might have been told he was a, he was in the Downing yeah. Street Garden at the time. Wouldn't have been the ultimate insult if it turned out it was actually nowhere near Downing Street at that point in time. <laughs> it was in Southampton or something. We'll yeah, do it in the point. garden and no one will notice. You could just say it's yeah. a Downing Street Garden. <laughs> um, and the renovated yeah, Boris's flat. So they, yeah, but, like, they know he's going to be there even longer, despite the way he's handled things this last year. He's still he's, he's not going anywhere, is he? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see a huge amount about the Downing Street flat, but wasn't it going to be paid for by private donations just for people to have, have a bit of a whip round amongst Tory donors and get uh, get decorated as I think the I think they, I think they might have said that it might be something that has to come from public funds slightly as well, possibly. I think there was talk yeah. of that, but anyway. I said, didn't... Um, Without wanting to just bash the Tories, I think the Labour politician uh, who was the former Attorney General or Lord Chancellor, Chancellor Derry Irving, didn't he once pay about or £60,000 on rent? Or he paid like £60,000 on just wallpaper, I think, mm. once, didn't he? Or something I think he featured in your quiz, didn't it? Yeah, I think he spent millions updating his home when he said it was of great sort of historical significance, this particular place he was staying. Just, I think his wallpaper was something like a £1,000 a roll or something like that. Most of our stories today seem to be about money, uh, and we'll roll into yeah. another one now, but did you see the news about the couple who missed out on a £182 uh, million win because they played the National Lottery online, but their account didn't have enough money in it to buy their regular ticket. They'd forgotten to even upload money into it or whatever, mm. and basically because of that, their numbers came up that they would have usually had, and they missed out on £182 million, um pounds which is absolutely that's, sickening isn't it um i think that's that's probably why you make sure you do the lucky dips every time won't it because yeah, then you then don't you know don't, if you ever miss it exactly yeah yeah um, um, would be my advice to them but uh it's it's yeah it's just, i mean you know i'd i would you know like my dad you know i i'd love to win um that much money uh just like my dad you know um sorry the best one is there a joke coming here sorry no all right I'm, just saying, I'm not aware of your dad ever winning the lottery. No, he, he says he, he also says he'd like to win the lottery. Oh, right. Okay. Saying, yeah. Sorry. Very good. Yeah. Good for you. Um, but anyway. Um, so what, what else has been going on? Um, have you seen, do you know, does the name George Elliott mean anything to you? Uh, no. He's a horse trainer. All right, from okay. Ireland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. No, I, I know. 
Has he had a photograph on top of a dead horse? Yeah, funnily enough, um, he there was a photograph of him sat there sticking two fingers up to the camera like that, um, whilst on the mobile phone sat on a dead horse. Right. Um, he also said that he apologises for sitting on the dead horse. Um, there was also an accusation that he kicked the dead horse. He said he'd never kick a dead horse. There was also an accusation he tried to sell it, but he said he'd never flog a dead horse. Um, <laughs> no, he he said that. He actually he issued an ex- he issued a reason for it. He appreciated his, t- his behaviour wasn't very good, but he said that the horse had kind of collapsed, which obviously sometimes can sadly happen. Um, and he, just after he, he went over to have a look at it, and just after that, his telephone rang, and because he wanted to sit down while he was on the on the phone, where are you going to sit down? Obviously, on the dead horse. I mean, surely it's just common sense, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I can't I, I can't begin to tell you the amount of times that uh, unfortunately, if I've seen a if I've run over a cat on the road, then you just stop and sat on it. Yeah, or I need to. Yeah, my shoes might need cleaning, so I'll just kind of like rub it along the side of the cat and just yeah. kind of clean them on that. Or, yeah, it's kind of I mean, what a ridiculous excuse. And I think for whatever reason, it just happened. It just a few on the podcast a few months ago, or maybe a couple of years ago, even we were talking about um, the goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy and his excuse for being uh, caught doing a Hitler salute on camera, if you remember. And George Elliott seemed very, very similar to that, unfortunately. And he's been banned from um, training courses for another 12 months, I think, with six thousand suspenders. Um, the other bit of news that I've seen as well is that the Download Music Festival... He's been banned been for long, then. Um, what's that, sorry? He's been banned for long. Uh, yeah, he's been banned for, for yeah, for a whole long. six months, definitely. For yeah, long, so, yeah. For, for anyway. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, the Download Music Festival has been cancelled. Uh, apparently... They were considering hosting it online, but they couldn't find an appropriate name for it. <laughs> that is funny. Anyway, uh, it's come to the time in the show. Uh, we have it every week. It's becoming a regular feature. Okay. Do you want to play the advert and you can go to the toilet? Left? <laughs> I haven't got an advert. It'll have to just be a song. Oh, sorry. All right. Oh, do you want to play an old advert? What do you think? Well, let's play a bit of a theme tune or something. Should we play an old advert? Uh, yeah, I can do. What do, you, what do you want? Do you want, do you want either... Uh, the, should we play? Well, we've got the. We've played that before. Let's play. Do you want Daryl does bingo? Daryl does deliveries. Uh, uh, do do Daryl does Daryl does bingo? Yeah. Daryl does bingo. Right. Here we yeah, go. Daryl Larue, fifty-two. Um, Danny Larue, thirty-two. Key to the door, four. Three fat ladies, triple eight. I put my hand in a beehive, forty-five. Paul Daniels magic tricks, thirty-six. Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Sounds like 11. 7. Sounds like 11. 11. There's a cat stuck up the tree. 33. Oh no, I've got dog shit on my shoe. 62. Because I've got dog shit on my shoe, I'm going to have to clean the floor. 84. Place where the complete and utter inability to have a clear, coherent plan and a slow decision making has led us to having the highest COVID death toll in Europe. Number 10. Hello, it's Daryl, and I've got a new job. I'm no longer working as a refuse collector. After some confusion when I said, where's the bingo? I've got a job here working as a bingo caller. I'm loving my work here, and my local bingo hall is something of a mecca for tourists. I love shouting out random numbers, and I'm hoping to get a job estimating the cost of the government's track and trace app. If you need a bingo caller, for them, please get in touch. I recently did a gig for my local drug users rehabilitation class. Although it got a bit chaotic when I said there was a prize for the first person to get a line. 
I also do private events and I'm happy to come round to your house. Sorry, that's the end of the advert. I accidentally said house. Okay, so um yeah your your quiz is just getting longer, so I can't I can't go as long without needing a toilet fisher. Oh sorry. I mean how long has this episode been going now for nearly well, well, an hour and 24 minutes, so... Hour and 24 minutes, yeah. Oh, that's nothing. Don't worry, though, this quiz won't take long. I've got 10 questions. And Is that all? 10? Just oh. 10. Just oh, 10, man. thank God. Uh, and it's... Uh, I, I was scraping the barrel a little bit, for sure. I was struggling to think of a, a particular quiz this week. Um, so I had a quick look at what kind of awareness events have we got going on at the minute. And did you know, it's National Feet Week next week. This week, as as of tomorrow, Monday onwards, it's National Feet yeah. Week in the UK. So it's about a week about looking after your feet, foot care, all those kind of things. Uh, what size feet are you, Fisher? Uh, I'm size I'm I'm size seven, Jimbo. Oh, hey! Are you a size seven as well? No, I'm size eight. All right, okay. Your size seven's not a massively big foot, really, is it? But I can no, I can I can get into size eights, but of course bit, you can. Too big for me. <laughs> too big for you. <laughs> get into any size if you was bigger than oh. mine. But, um, I can yeah, get to size eights. I have to put my size. I have to put the size eights, uh, eights on over my size sevens. Um, mm. But to be fair, it does actually mean that I can get some fairly cheap shoes because you know size seven is not a very common size. Here sometimes you get leftovers, don't you? <laughs> Um, but there we go. Anyway, okay. Uh, so, we'll move. What, what, what intrigues me a little bit is uh, tomorrow is. I'm right in thinking that tomorrow is International Women's Day. It is, yeah. Yeah, we've well, decided to go for International Feet Week and stuff. Because we, no, I was, go- I wanted to do something about that, but I, but you know, we, we are a comedy podcast, and I, I didn't want to do a a comedy quiz about International Women's Day because it's a very important day in the calendar each year. Well, I did one a few years ago. Yeah, well, exactly. You've already done it, so there we go. No, I did. I did think we've done quite a lot on that in the past, but uh, yeah, it is International Women's Day tomorrow. So big up all the women wherever you yeah. are. I mean, you're everywhere, obviously. It's not <laughs> you're not hiding away or anything like that. But uh, big shout out to anyone uh, celebrating International Women's Day. We all we all celebrate International Women's Day, don't we? Uh, yeah, of course we do. Um, I think one of my uh, favourite comedians, Richard Herring, he sometimes. Yeah. He tells people when International Men's Day is because they often ask when International Men's Day is on International yeah. Women's Day. Yeah, because some people get a face on about it. Even though there is an International Men's Day, people think there isn't one. But anyway, yeah. uh, okay, but there are there are uh, ladies in this quiz and we will talk about ladies' feet at some point in this quiz, if that's okay. So, yep. number one then, how many miles does an average set of feet walk in a lifetime? Um, I, I don't know if you want to... You've got the option of multiple choice, or do you want to just take a guess? I mean, can you work it out based on how many steps... or Can you look at your own phone now and look at how many steps you've either done recently or and kind of do some sums? It's completely yeah, up to I you. Mean, I, well, I think, uh, I think it's been single figures, actually, last uh, last, last year yeah, or so. Yeah. Um, it's not been, as, not been as comprehensive as it used to be, but... I think the the most amount of steps I've done, I've certainly done sort of thirty thousand steps some mm-hmm. days and all that sort of stuff, which is quite a quite a lot. I mean, they sort of say ten thousand is what you should aim for, but particularly when we're on holiday, we do quite a lot, quite a lot walking. Uh, can't quite find the app at the moment. Funny how you do more on holiday when you're supposed to be relaxing. Well, some people find walking to be yeah. quite relaxing. To be fair, um, I'm quite sure these people are. But um, <laughs> yeah, when we go away, we tend to do quite a lot of walking. Um, so I average. Bear in mind, we're not quite getting out as much. I probably only average about sort of five or six thousand steps a day at the moment, which is not not quite as good as I'd like it to be. There's certainly been months where I've averaged ten thousand, ten, eleven thousand steps a month, um, which is good. So I would say that 
Um, I bet if you do sort of 10,000 steps, I don't know that how much that equates. Well, I think you must do... So is it distance, did you say, or amount of steps? Distance in a lifetime. Um, the average pair of feet. So obviously well, my... not, not yours, because yours are below average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't go as far because the legs aren't as long, obviously. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's already telling me that I've done over 3 million steps on this phone. Not on the phone, but yeah. with my phone monitoring it. So I've had the phone for maybe two years. Three million. Can you work steps. out how many miles that is, though? How many miles is three million steps? Depends what you are, really. Like with you, it's it's not very far yeah. at all. But... Well, I see. I'm uh, with the steps about a meter. So that's three million meters. So I think in a lifetime you maybe do two hundred million steps. Um, so two hundred million steps becomes that's two hundred million <laughs> meters. You've got these. You've got um, these conversions. You had, don't you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm struggling here. 200 million metres. Oh, <laughs> 200 million. Um, so divided by 1,005 miles. I'm going to say about 150,000 miles. In your lifetime. In your lifetime. You know what? I've got my answers here, my uh, multiple choice answers. And I think you're close enough to give you the right answer there, to be honest. So well done, yeah. The actual answer is 110,000 miles if you oh. were walking, if you're doing 10,000 steps a day, as suggested, yeah. basically. Okay, number two. <laughs> According to Wikifeet, which is a website for foot lovers, the two oh. main types of feet are Roman Egyptian feet, which is where your second toe is about the same length as your big toe, and the other type is Greek feet slash Morton's toe, where the second toe is actually longer than the big toe. First of all, Fisher, what type of feet have you got? Uh, Small ones, know. obviously, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Is your big um, toe yeah. is your big toe longer than your is your mid, is your second toe longer than your big toe, or is it shorter? I, I haven't got any toes. That's why my feet are so small. I don't know. I've never particularly never particularly noticed. Let Get me your feel socks them. Off. Uh, I think I, I believe they're the same size. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm, I'm only kind of I'm not looking at. I'm so, not sort of feeling so your second toe isn't longer than your big toe then. No, I think it's the same size as my big so, toe. So, like me, you've got Roman Egyptian feet, but the two main types of feet are either those what we've got or the ones where yeah. the second toe is slightly longer, which looks a bit... I mean, I haven't seen many feet like that, but apparently it's just the next type of popular feet. But anyway... Well, well you're not from Greece, so you wouldn't be. Well, <laughs> um, that said, you're not from either Rome or Egypt either. But so. I suppose we are technically Roman. It depends, really, doesn't it? We don't know about his heritage and stuff necessarily, unless we do a lot of work. Uh, anyway... According to a survey of 33,000 users, which is the most liked type of feet from the two that I've mentioned? Um, is it the Roman Egyptian ones or is it the Greek Morton's toe one? I don't know. Do you think one of those would look more attractive? I mean, what's your thoughts? I mean, you're a fellow man of the world, Jimbo. I mean, do you have a look at someone with a long second toe and think, <laughs> oh, God, that's sexy, isn't it? Um, that, what do you think? I just remind you that this this, has be, this survey has been done on Wikifeet, which is a... a, a yeah foot obsession website yeah um and if pretty patel would like to sign up to that particular website so that she can you know, advertise stamp on yeah stamp on men's chests and all that sort of stuff and bully them then she's more than welcome to uh so i think that uh, we i mean i think i think it's going to be toes of the same length okay surely yeah well done yeah uh number your question number three then is which celebrities have the most popular search for feet by internet users. And again, this is something that Wikifeet have put together. 
how many can you get in a top 10? There's a top 10 women, there's a top 10 men. Um, I personally, w- I'd probably be able to get quite a few of the, guess quite a few of the women. Uh, but no, not, I bet you would. Not the men. <laughs> so this is the most searched for feet on the internet, according to Wikifeet. Can you get any of the top 10? Let's start with women's list first, since International Women's Day tomorrow. Of course, yeah. Um, and yeah, we support women right from the feet. Yeah, up, upwards, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I, I'm trying to think of people who are famous for their feet, which are not many. I was wondering maybe, I think we mentioned on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, Joss Stone, because she performed barefoot. Uh, you, you, you're not right. That's a good guess. Um, there is a stone on there, actually, but uh, unrelated to Joss, I think. Oh, Emma Stone? Yeah, um, well done. So she's on there. She's at number, she's at number nine. So what's what's notable about her feet, or just the... I don't know. I don't think there's anything notable about any of their, their feet. I think I think it's just I think so it's, it's basic. So it's basically just name ten very attractive women, and just on the off chance, various perverts might um, like their feet. their feet. No, no. I think I think I think they must. Although this list is 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 a list of quite well known celebrities. I wouldn't say that the the most popular celebrity... If you were to get a list of popular female celebrities, 1 to 10, they wouldn't necessarily be the same list as, as this, which has apparently beat lots of people who've searched for their feet. Um, okay. So they must they must have some, some good feet qualities. <laughs> right. Uh, so Beyonce. Beyonce yeah. on there. Beyonce is not on there. Is she not? No. Lady Gaga? No. Um, There's a couple of singers on there. Um... Cheryl. Cheryl Cole. We're talking worldy. We don't know how famous oh, okay. she is across the world. Uh, Nicole Scherzinger. Um, I'm trying to think of people whose name connecting to various sort of... I'll related. give you a clue. Um, like, our, our dad's generation probably quite like one of these people on this list. Like, my dad is a huge fan of one of the ladies on this list. She's a singer? Yes. Um... Definitely more their generation than ours, probably. Tina Turner. No. <laughs> Maybe my dad is then. <laughs> Gloria Estefan. No, oh, no, no. No, she's the, she's probably a little bit younger than my dad. No, maybe not. Maybe they're, maybe they're very similar, to be fair. Maybe he's, my dad's probably slightly bit older than this particular person. Oh, well, if it's your dad, it's one of the core, surely. I mean, that's no. his favourite band, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Um, singers who are popular but, with your dad's channel. Uh, another clue for somebody else who's on this list who's not related to who my dad takes a fancy to. Uh, we've also mentioned her ex-husband. One of the people on this list, we've mentioned her ex-husband today. Uh, Katie Perry? Well done, yes. There you go. Quite an excessively long round of applause <laughs> just because I finally got something right. Uh, uh, there's, there's, um, there's a few more singers on there. Some popular, some whatever. Um, Not so popular these days, but you know. Right, uh, let's let's go let's go down then. Let's give you some clues. Okay, ready. Yeah, First well. one is an actress. Uh, why, don't, why, why don't you try and do the two words thing that we've played in the past? That, that's what I'll try and do. Okay, oh, okay we'll okay. go from the bottom up then. Ten upwards from the the, the, the foot of the table. <laughs> so yeah, about sure. feet. The bottom one then is. Country Dolly Parton. No. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift. Yes. Next one up, you've already got Emma Stone. The one above that, I have no idea what name is. So, mm, she's got the first name as Posh Spice. The second name is something to do with um, when when somebody who's done something really bad gets a good sentence, they get, the victims get... Victoria Justice? Yes. 
never heard of her. Um, next, next one up is it? Um, oh, this is a. The, the, mm, what can I say? <laughs> I'm trying to say something that's not too bad, but uh, okay. So, second name sounds like large, large in French. Uh, oh, um, oh, my French is not very good, Jimbo. You should know this. Uh, I, I mean, it's, 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 it's also a lot. It's another word for large in. You know, in Brit, there's a British term for it as well, I suppose. Grand. Oh, Ariana Grande. Well done. Okay, well done. <laughs> Moving up the list then, Katy Perry's the next one. The next one's the one my dad likes. Um, so, Australian singer. Oh, Kylie Minogue. There we go. Does your dad like Kylie? No, I suppose uh, Tina Turner and Gloria Estefan. <laughs> uh, I'm sure everyone likes Kylie. Next then. Kylie's not that much their generation, is she? Bieber's ex. Selena Gomez. Next, Hermione Granger. Emma Watson. Oh, I should have said her. Everyone, everyone likes her nowadays. Uh, number one, um, actress. And, uh, well, no, that narrows it down. Thanks. Uh, okay, let me, let me start again. Uh, um, I was going to... Can I just yeah. guess it who I was yeah. going to possibly say? Yeah. And I was wondering if it might be Jennifer Lawrence. No. I, I only say that because she fell over that time at the... She fell over. She, yeah, she, yeah, she, she fell over. She can actually see her feet. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if everyone maybe no. wondered whether she um, didn't, didn't have feet and she had a stump there or something. I don't know. Tories Hunt. Tories Hunt. Um, it's not Jeremy Hunt, surely. No. Most, um, uh, <laughs> he's, on the, he's, he's on the mails list. Tories Hunt. Tories Unban. Oh, uh, Fox. Do you think so, an actress? Amelia Fox? Mm. No, what's her? Or Megan Fox. Yes. Well, got there in the end. Okay. Oh, now, I'm not, we're not going to spend lots of time on this next one, but <laughs> can, you, can you get any of the men in the top ten? Just have a look at perhaps, if you so. look at your search history, Fisher, um, yeah. for for male celebrities that you Google the feet of, you should be able to get all ten. Uh, I've got former Labour leader Michael Foote. <laughs> no, uh, I think maybe Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Neymar, sort of football. Well, they're going to have horrible now. feet, aren't they? Well, yeah, football, but you might be just out. Be so good, you, mm. they, they earn money from their feet. Now, none of them are on there. Although apparently uh, Raheem Sterling's are on uh, higher higher up, but they're not in the top ten. So he's, he's got a picture of a gun on his foot, hasn't he? Ah, that might that, be why. That why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Presumed they're all Hollywood. I'll give you a clue. Actors. Yeah, one of them uh, we've we've mentioned his ex in the girl in the girls list. Oh, Bieber. Yep. Next, we've got uh, an actor who was in Jurassic World. Jack Goldblum. No, Jurassic World, no, the newer ones. No, really. no. Nah, I've no idea. I'll read him. Sean Mendes, Elliot Page, Tom Holland, Justin Bieber. Someone called Malumba, Chris Hemsworth, Arnie Hammer, again, no idea who he is, Zach Afron, Zach Afron, uh, <laughs> Noni Centino, and Chris Brown. So, Chris Brown, okay. Why, why they want to see what, you know, why they want to see Chris Brown's feet? Is it because he's been doing something with his feet in particular? I'm not sure. Um, number, number four, according to Wikifeet, what percentage of Wikifeet users have told their partners that they've got a foot fetish based on, fetish based on a survey of 43,000 users? So do you have to have a foot fetish to go on Wikifeet? Is that sort of well, what I think, it is? It's I think that's why you might go on the site, yeah. We might want some information about various people's feet. Maybe yeah. it might be foot-related ailments, or I might be saying I've got athlete's foot or you know, verrucas that people want to have no, a look at. No, it doesn't seem anything to do with foot health, to be, to be honest. It's more foot. So, so it's not just... I've got a foot fetish, um, and I appreciate you could edit that to make me look very stupid in the <laughs> trip that goes online at like day. Um, specifically, I've told my partner. Yeah. Um, how many had told the partner that they had this foot fetish? Uh, Percentage-wise, I'm going to say maybe 40%. 
Oh, I'll, I'll give you that. 46%. Next then, Madeline Albrecht holds the world record for the most feet sniff. How many feet has she sniffed? Uh, what? Do you... <laughs> what, what was her name, sorry? Mad, Madeline Albrecht? Yeah. So not to be confused with Madeleine Albright, the former no. first Secretary of State of um, <laughs> you know, the United States, served under Reagan, I think, Madeleine uh, Albright, I can't remember. Um, um, not her, anyway. A, so, do, you want, do you want multiple choice? Yeah. I'm A, 767, B, 4,306, or C, 5,600? I'm going to top one. I think 5,600. I think she'll have sniffed a lot of things. Yeah. The reason is she worked for Hilltop Research Lab testing products by Dr. Scholl. So she was an art, and she sniffed armpits as well. That was her job. Yeah. Uh, well, they, well, they, well, they make vacuum cleaners, don't they? So what's that going to do with uh, feet? don't know. No idea. I, I, I Maybe testing how well it takes the uh, smell out of things, possibly. Yeah. But then who hoovers the feet? Yeah. Anyway. No, I did not make hoovers on my job. No, I don't know. Anyway, number six. What is the current world record for the largest feet in centimetres? Uh, mine. Sorry, seven, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh, um, in centimetres. So, I mean, I'm not going to take measure on me at this particular point in time, but I think... Is my foot? I get the feeling that it's probably about twenty centimeters, maybe. I think people. I think there. Are, I think there could be someone whose feet are feasibly twice as long as mine. Um, <laughs> so at which point they'd be very good at balancing and all that sort of stuff, which sometimes struggles. So I'm going to say maybe forty centimeters. Oh, well done. I mean, yeah, good guess. Forty point five seven centimeters is the, uh, oh, well, well, the yeah. current yeah. world record. Sorry, I think that's two decimal points on that answer. <laughs> well, no, I just thought, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, I'm sure, yeah, near enough there. You've just doubled your feet size, basically. Well, I don't know what my feet are 20 centimetres. <laughs> that's just a guess. All right, then. Uh, how many toes does the person with the most toes in the world have? Um, well, I'm guessing more than 10, obviously. So, yeah, you can, you can have you can have multiple toes, can't you? It's a, a thing. I've got, um, I've got multiple toes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quite right. <laughs> you, 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 so you can have, well, you should have one toe, you can have two and all that sort of stuff, can't you? So uh, how many was the most in the world got? Did, didn't we have a question once about someone who had like 400, 400 teeth on his tongue or something like that? Maybe, yeah. So uh, I think it could be a lot. I think we'll be talking 70. Nah. Well, not as much as you think. 14. But you know, this person also has 14 fingers as well. And that's oh. that's Dave from Barnsley. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's Devendra Suthar. I'm not sure exactly where he's from. Next then. Uh, number eight. A man called Alan Nash from the UK, who appeared on Britain's Got Talent in 2017, holds the world record for the most eggs crushed um, with his toes in one minute. How many eggs did he manage to crush in one minute? Um, with his toes. With his, do we get more... Did, I presume it's not just standing on it. You've got to sort of pick. Do you have to pick it up with your feet? And yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think so. I think it's or more, between your yeah. first toe and second toe. So I think sort of doing anything like one a second is not going to be possible. So maybe maybe one every two or three seconds. So I'm going to say twenty five. No, not close enough. Sixty. So you could actually 60. do one a second somehow. So that's that's, that, that's almost one a second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number nine. World record for longest duration balancing on one foot. Um, and this was done by Suresh Arulsthan Jochim uh, Ushra Lankan. What is the record? Do you want to... I've got possible multiple choice, but it's up to you if you want to just have a guess. Um, what, so, what measurement are we talking in so, there? Presumably hours. What, what, yeah, in time. Time, yeah. Uh, hours in time. Yeah, time Not yeah. hours, yeah. Ta- time and minutes, yeah. 
Yeah, I was in minutes. minutes. I was in minutes. I was in minutes, okay. How long, uh, with, so... with no balancing aids or anything like that. So I literally had to uh, balance on one foot for a long time. Just for as long as possible, basically. Yeah. So obviously you can't, there's no stoppage allowed. You can't, for example, get up and disappear and go to the toilet like you do yeah. during the podcast or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I think obviously there's a certain limit to it because obviously you can't, there's only a certain amount of time you can stay awake. Uh, I think we have that question once about the, the man who had the ferret in his trousers for like six or seven hours or whatever. <laughs> so I think it could be a feasibly similar kind of length of time. Now I think you can, I think you could be going into the hours, but I think you would get tired. So I don't think you could, I think you could maybe do it for say five and a half hours, five and a half hours. I'm going to say. 76 hours and 40 minutes. 76 hours? Yeah, but I mean, I suppose. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I need to look it up. But, you know, for somebody who's got one leg, maybe that's easy because that's what you're used to. And it's only it's only the matter of being stood up for so long and needing to have a rest, that which would get anybody even with two feet, that maybe that's why they had to stop. So maybe, I don't know for sure, but maybe this bloke has got one leg anyway. I don't know. Well, I don't know. But I, I suppose my question here is that surely... Perhaps I'm missing something, but surely um, you can't stay awake for three days straight, surely. I think you can. 70, 76 yeah, you hours. Could sleep, is... You could maybe slept stood up on one leg. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's that easy, is it? On one leg. Um, what's the longest you've ever stayed up for? Ooh, I don't know. Probably, I, I reckon I reckon not through my own fault of wanting to stay awake for that long, but I reckon I've done around 36 hours awake. Yeah, I think I've, I've certainly done 24 hours before. Yeah. Um, He's tired towards the end of it. I've certainly done times where I've been to sleep for a, a bit. I think I once sort of because I was on a flight once. I think I went. To, I think I slept like one and a half hours in a total period of thirty-six hours or something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think you can go that long without sleeping. What's what's the point anyway? <laughs> just just still on one the, leg. The, there's there's the, the, remember that Mad TV show, but it was a bit like Big Brother, um, where touch the truck. Yeah, was it where they had to try and stay awake? Oh no, I can't remember that. <laughs> Sorry, there was a. I think there's a program on, on well, it was American TV. I think it was made it onto Channel Five, presented by Dale Winton. It was called Touch the Truck, and you and the truck was actually a truck, by the way. Before you get any other ideas, it was in a shopping centre in Essex. I can't remember what it's called now, Blue Water or one of those um, places or Lakeside, something like that. And um, they put a truck there, like a, a state, well, a state car or whatever it was, or a four before Land Rover thing, and you had to just stand there with your hand on it. And one, no, seriously, you did. Uh, but if you took your hand off, then you were kind of disqualified. But you could go for, you could go to the toilet, like, and, and all that sort of stuff. So you could have a break. It was like an endurance test, but it wasn't particularly very interesting. Um, and the the, the actual kind of highlight show every day, which just involved people standing there with their hand on a, on, a, on a car, and whoever was left at the end of it, the last person standing, got the car. I think. All right. The truck. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Next then, number ten, the world record for the most socks put on one foot in one minute. Oh, I think this could be quite a fair amount. I mean, I said it. What's the most amount you've ever put on? I'm sure. I'm sure times I've put three pairs of socks on, your feet feel quite weird straight away. Yeah, I think I've. I've I don't think I've ever wore more than three pairs of socks on one foot. Yeah. Well, then I suppose you can try and get them on. So I think, and you can get them on fairly quickly as well. So I think, isn't the world record for the most amount of jumpers you can wear in a minute sort of like about 18? So I'm going to say probably something similar to that because they're quite hard to put on at times, can't they? So, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say 20. Now, need to go higher again. 52. So there you 52. go. So that was to celebrate World Foot Week, uh, Foot Appreciation Week or whatever it's called. UK awareness event, that is, about looking after your feet. And that's this coming week. Enjoy that. 
Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for going to the Scottish website to uh, find out all our questions, Jimbo. Just good that you just happened to be on there when you were perusing it the other day. Thank you very much for listening to us. You can go to the waste of webspace.com. Sorry. Did you just record me? No, no, sorry, I accidentally just flicked on our oh, Facebook right. thing. And, uh, Wa- wasteofwebspace.co.uk is our website. Uh, at Waste of Webspace, Twitter account, same as Facebook. Usual places, senders, messages. And if you've got a show and tell you want us to feature, so if you've got a weird object you want to like get to us or take a photo of or something and send it to either one of me or Fisher um yeah. we'll uh with a story behind it then yeah we, we'd like to feature your own show and tells wouldn't we that'd be quite fun because we're running out yeah. of, we're running out of crap aren't we basically uh yeah I mean, to be fair we have got a fair amount of crap still stored up and uh, some various things that we're doing in the past that can probably can be of use but yeah we're kind of getting towards the end of it really uh in terms of show and tell yeah but I've, I've still got a couple of items up my sleeve uh, well can, now can, uh, yeah, actually, that's why I've got a long sleeve shirt, actually. Um, <laughs> it's a special thing that's going to come at the end of it. So, you, you, yeah, don't, you, you don't be wearing additional items in your shirt if your feet are that small. It's just going to send you off balance for sure. <laughs> I always said I just said I'm an eight, I'm an eight really. Um, <laughs> Would it sound a bit better? Yeah, I, I wear size eights, but I should have cotton wool in the end. Right. Thank so, you very much for listening. Go. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.